the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Michelle Tafoya podcast. Did you hear what Barack Obama said about what's going on in Israel, what Hamas did? He said, we are all, to a certain extent, complicit. That's as much as I'm going to say about what he said. I don't want to get it, give it any further oxygen, but I will say this. No, Mr. President, not all of us are complicit. There is one group that committed the atrocities on October 7th, and it is Hamas. And we're going to give you a quick primer on what this group is and why it's doing what it's doing. Next. It's time for the Michelle Tafoya podcast. So (laughs) times are crazy. A 69-year-old man in Thousand Oaks, California, was murdered. No, this wasn't an accidental killing. Someone representing a Palestinian activist group attacked this man, who was representing an Israeli activist group, attacked him with a, a megaphone, you know, one of those bullhorns, smashed him over the head. This 69-year-old man hit the ground. He is now dead. This murderer must be held accountable. And I would say it if it went in the other direction. If an Israeli activist did this to a Palestinian activist in Thousand Oaks, California, I would say the same thing. Murder is murder. And this was murder. You can't hit people on the head with objects that are capable of killing them. In general, you just can't hit people on the head. But, you know, if it's a pillow, that's another thing. So these Palestinian activists are responding to an attack from October 7th that Hamas, a terrorist group, perpetrated on Israel. Hamas, you might be thinking, God, I don't know. There was the Palestinian Authority. There was Fatah. What are we talking about here? So I'm going to give you a a quick description so you can sort of understand. I hope more than sort of. I hope you can understand in, in broad strokes, which is really, I think, all you need right now to understand what Hamas is. And this is according to, I'm, I'm going to the website of the Foundation for Defense of Democracies, which, by the way, developed after September 11th, our own terrorist experience here in America. So I'll start with this. What is Hamas? Here's how they define it. Hamas is an Iranian-backed Palestinian terrorist organization that controls the Gaza Strip. Iranian-backed. Hamas's 1988 charter states, and I'll quote from their charter, Hamas rejects any alternative to the full and complete liberation of Palestine from the river to the sea, i.e. the annihilation of Israel. The charter says, quote, the day of judgment will not come about until Muslims fight Jews and kill them. So this is not a group interested in diplomacy, in negotiation. 
This is a group Iranian backed financially, and I'm sure ideologically. This is a group that is intent on wiping Israel off the state, off the off the, the the earth, the face of the earth. We hear this from Iran all the time, so it doesn't surprise, shouldn't surprise anyone that Iran financially backs Hamas. Hamas later issued a new policy document, which did not replace or supersede its original charter that included more coded language with calls for, quote, resisting the occupation with all means and methods. All means and methods. (laughs) We saw the most barbaric, horrific means and methods used on October 7th. Let's not forget that. In October 2023, Hamas carried out the worst terror attack in Israel's history, resulting in more than 1,300 dead. I think that number's been quoted at 1,400 and many more wounded. Hamas was previously responsible for the deaths of over 2,000 Israelis through suicide bombings and other attacks. Hamas violence derailed the Oslo peace process between Israel and the PLO, Palestinian Liberation Organization, during the 1990s. So there was an Oslo peace process in place, and goodness knows there have been countless attempts at trying to bring peace to the Middle East. Hamas doesn't want peace. It wants Israel gone. Peace isn't an option. Since conquering the Gaza Strip by force in 2000, Hamas has maintained a standing army of fighters and an arsenal of light arms, mortars, rockets, shoulder-fired anti-aircraft missiles, drones, and more. Why does Hamas control Gaza? This is a big, important topic. And again, because at one point, the Palestinian Liberation Authority was there, Fatah was there. Why Hamas? Why does a terrorist group exercise control over Gaza. Israel took control of the Gaza Strip after the Six-Day War in 1967. And in 2005, under United States pressure, then-Israeli Prime Minister Ariel Sharon unilaterally withdrew from the coastal enclave, removing every Israeli town, including every citizen, soldier, and grave. That's 2005. The Palestinian Authority ruled Gaza for two years until 2007 when Hamas waged a brief but violent war against the Palestinian Authority. Okay, so Hamas now wages a war against this ruling party, the Palestinian Authority. Since then, Hamas and other terrorist groups have launched thousands of rockets and mortars toward Israel, used Palestinian civilians as human shields to protect their personnel and facilities, and terrorized the Israeli communities near Gaza. Is Hamas a designated terrorist entity? The United States designated Hamas as a foreign terrorist organization in 1997, freezing its U.S.-based assets, barring members from entering the country, and banning the provision of material support or resources. The U.S. government subsequently sanctioned Hamas-related charities and senior Hamas members and blocked funds related to Hamas activity. Israel, the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and 15 European states have also sanctioned some or all of Hamas. You're talking there about pretty much all the Western powers. And when you hear Western and Eastern, it's really delineated by culture, by civilization, by the way people 
by the way their civilization behaves and acts. And the West is primarily a freedom-based way of life, giving humans the op- opportunities and the, the ability legally to run their own lives. All right. Who are the leaders of Hamas? They name one, two, three, four, five, six here. Uh, I don't know that that's important to name them. But more importantly might be how does Hamas get its funding and weapons? Iran, Iran reportedly supplies 100 million in financial and military support annually. Hamas officials praise Iran for sending, quote, cash, equipment, and military expertise and long-range rockets to strike Israel. Qatar reportedly contributed more than $150 million to Hamas in 2019, $100 million in 2020, and $360 million in 2021. Qatar now funds Hamas with an estimated $120 million per year it claims to support the Gaza government, not the terrorists, but they are one and the same. See, what Hamas does is they take these quote-unquote donations and spend them not on their citizens, not on building a good economy or a livable uh, living quarters for these people. They spend it on military buildup with the goal of erasing Israel. Turkey, Malaysia, Algeria, and Kuwait also provide financial, military, diplomatic, and political support to Hamas. What is the relationship between Hamas, Fatah, and the Palestinian Authority in Gaza? Hamas and Fatah are the dominant players in Palestinian politics. Fatah is based in the West Bank and Hamas in the Gaza Strip. Both seek to lead the Palestinian people. For years, they have failed to reconcile their differences and hold elections. Fatah is the party that controls the Palestinian Authority, which was created in 1994 to be the government of the West Bank and Gaza. However, when Hamas seized power in 2007, it violently ejected Fatah and the Palestinian Authority from Gaza. Here's an important piece to understand. Again, this is from the website of Foundations for Defense of Democracies, which, by the way, does not take donations from any foreign countries. How does Hamas treat Palestinians? Hamas diverts international assistance to build its terrorist infrastructure. This impedes economic development and contributes to the humanitarian and environmental crisis in Gaza. The group restricts the rights of women and Christians and treats homosexuality as a crime. So for all of you out there saying queers for Allah and queers for the Palestinians, just know that Hamas would think you're all criminals. Hamas uses civilians as human shields, hiding terror tunnels, weapons factories, and operations centers under schools and in densely populated civilian areas. The United Nations has called on Hamas to cease immediately these violations of international law. See, hiding behind civilians is a violation of international law, but they do it for this purpose, so that when Israel wants to target their leadership, there are going to be casualties, civilian casualties. And that PR war gets W to Palestine and L to Israel. That's why they do it. 
but it is against international law. Again, I don't understand why anyone would pledge allegiance to Hamas knowing all of these things. So it leads me to believe you either don't know all of these things or you do know them and you just don't care. Prior to October, uh, oh, Hamas, okay. Has Hamas attacked Israel in other instances prior to this one on October 7th? Since it seized power in 2007, Hamas has provoked multiple major confrontations with Israel, including a 22-day war in 2008 to 2009, an eight-day war in 2012, a 50-day war in 2014, a series of coordinated attacks in 2018 and 2019, and an 11-day war in May of 2021. Prior to October 2023, Hamas has killed approximately 25 U.S. citizens and was holding two hostages plus the bodies of two Israeli soldiers. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hamas's 2023 attack represents the most lethal terrorist attack in Israel's history. The Hamas attack on October 7, 2023, claimed the lives of 22 citizens from the United States, 17 from Britain, 18 from Thailand, 10 from Nepal, 10 from France, 7 from Argentina, and others. Yet when you attack a music festival where people are going to just peacefully watch some music being played and party together, chances are you're going to hit an international crowd. And that's what happened. How does October 23, the October 2023 massacre reflect Iran's, quote, ring of fire strategy, Iran's ring of fire strategy? The plot to attack Israel is part of an Iranian strategy to encircle Israel with armed groups, instigate turmoil and carry out acts of terror. The Wall Street Journal revealed that the Iranian Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps help plan and execute the massacre. U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said Iran's support for Hamas makes it, quote-unquote, complicit in the October 7th attack. So the U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says Iran is complicit. Barack Obama thinks we're all complicit. I said I wasn't going to give that any more oxygen. What can the United States do to support the dismantling of Hamas? I'll break these down again, according to the FDD. Give Israel time and space. Sanction human shields enablers. Isolate Hamas. Pressure Hamas supporters to take in Palestinians fleeing Gaza. The U.S. military must deter Iranian 
Iranian escalation, deny Iran resources, snap back UN sanctions, and broker, excuse me, broker a Saudi-Israel peace deal. See, that was that we were on the eve of that happening, a Saudi-Israel peace deal. We've got the Abraham Accords, which happened under the Trump administration. Like it or not, that was good and that happened. But see, Iran doesn't like that. Iran doesn't want any part of the Arab nations to, quote unquote, normalize Israel. Because if you normalize Israel, that potentially strengthens Israel. You've got a quote-unquote government in Palestine that is a terrorist organization, a militant group, Hamas. What they did on October 7th is unspeakable. Today you may have seen, and this is November 7th, 2023, a month later, I saw three families speak out. They were on Capitol Hill because all three families have family members who are hostages. One woman from Queens, her son is a hostage. Another pair of brothers, one of their brothers is a hostage. And there was another man whose brother was a hostage. To see these people speak about not knowing where their loved ones are, how every day is hell, is so moving and so impactful. So no matter what you think of the Israeli government, no matter what you think of circumstances, innocent people, babies, are being held hostage. Those are the lucky ones. Some of them weren't so lucky. The things that happened to these people, I don't really have the stomach to repeat. And anyone denying that, well, are, are they going to deny the Holocaust too? What happened is absolutely sick. And if you are caught tearing down posters of these missing hostages, well, you know what? That's a misdemeanor. And if it's determined to be a hate crime, then it moves to a felony. And everyone should be held accountable and held to the same standards. Because if it was the other way around, oh my goodness. The hatred toward Jews is something I don't understand. And I'm doing a lot of reading and a lot of research. I just, I don't understand it. They've tried a two-state solution. They've tried to broker peace. Peace is not desirable by Hamas. So if you leave them there, in power, with all of that financial support that they get from Qatar, and Iran and everywhere else. That just leaves Israel as a sitting target. Remember, the Jews are the same people. Six million of them were exterminated during World War II, during the Holocaust. Yes, that was real. Before I wrap here, again, the Foundation for Support of Democracies, when they write their bullet points about what can the United States do to support the dismantling of Hamas? 
Their first one is give Israel time and space. The Israel Defense Forces, the IDF, whom you hear about all the time, needs time and international support to defeat Hamas. Washington is best positioned to do this at the UN and in the public sphere. (laughs) The UN. I'm not sure the UN is going to get behind any help for Israel because the UN is full of bad actors. I, I wish it did not exist at all, and I certainly wish it did not exist on U.S. soil. Sanction human shield enablers. An existing U.S. law, the Sanctioning the Use of Civilians as Defenseless Shields Act, passed unanimously by Congress, requires the president to impose sanctions on any member of Hamas or Hezbollah that uses human shields. The law's sanction authority must be extended beyond 2023. There have been no designations so far under this law. Isolate Hamas, pressure Hamas supporters to take in Palestinians fleeing Gaza. It's amazing. Everyone wants the U.S. to take in everybody. But where is Egypt in this? Where is Qatar in this? These Gazan refugees, why aren't they being helped by other countries, Arab countries in the neighborhood? Turkey, Malaysia, Qatar, Kuwait. The U.S. military must deter Iranian, Iranian Escalation. I keep correcting myself because I want to say it right. But this one, these two, deny Iran resources. Washington must mount an all-out government effort to target Hamas financial, military, and other networks. This must be coupled with a return to financial pressure campaign against Iran, Hamas's main financier. This includes reimposing Iran's sanctions, freezing Iranian access to all of its oil funds abroad, and the targeting of Chinese banks processing Iranian oil transactions. Hold people accountable. Snap back UN sanctions. The UN missile embargo on Iran expires on October 18th, expired on October 18th, 2023. The United States, the UK, and France can each unilaterally reimpose all UN sanctions against Iran that were suspended as part of the 2015 nuclear deal, including the UN arms embargo that expired in 2019. Congress and the administration should snap back these sanctions immediately. It can't just be all about talk. There's got to be action. And and then you've got a 69-year-old man standing up for Israel in Thousand Oaks, California, being murdered by someone standing up for Palestinians. So one of the most haunting things I heard today as these families of the hostages spoke One of the brothers who appeared to be still just in a massive state of shock said, they're coming for you next. He looked right into the camera and said, they're coming for you next. Remember that, you know, the term Judeo-Christian values, Jews and Christians have a lot in common, our values primarily. And these terrorists don't like it. And that's why they struck us on 9-11. And that's why they struck Israel. And they'd love to wash us both right off the face of the earth. I hope this helped give you some perspective. That's all I hope to do today. In addition to giving myself some perspective. But Hamas is not this protective Oh, we are here for the Palestinians. That's not what they are. They're crushing their own people. 
They don't care about their own people. They dig tunnels under their own people. They use their own people as human shields. What kind of people do this? Please understand this as you try to figure out where you stand on this whole issue, if you're still trying to figure it out. Thanks for listening. Be brave. Do good. And we will see you next time. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.